candy g-strings and mm. how there's a box of shit at your mom's house which left me with the burning question do you think ma ever found this box and the well, contents that i'll tell you right now them? i went to go look for it not too long ago and that box is not there <laughs> looks like you've officially entered the group chat with your best friends. My name is Ali Pantucci and this is the Unfiltered Podcast, the place where we leave the heavily filtered world of social media to talk about anything and everything uncensored. From personal wellness to entrepreneurship, spirituality, sex, surviving breakups, and hilarious girl talk in between, this is the space for important conversations that women should be having with their best friends. So pour yourself a glass of whatever makes you feel good, sit back, and join me as I navigate adulthood with real, unfiltered conversations. Happy Friday, honey. Happy Friday, honey. I'm exhausted. My eyeballs are burning. (laughs) (laughs) Had a very, very late one. Let me give you a bit of a confession as to what I did last night. So, as you guys know, there's been a bit of a schedule change in the podcast. Um, Not intentionally, but kind of intentionally. I was very ambitious when we put this out, and then I was really tired because I'm not outsourcing the editing. And... um, I basically changed the order where like the other episodes come out on Tuesday now and honey checks come out on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed Which that. Which yeah. I kind of like better actually. It's like we kick off the weekend with our girlfriends. Yeah. And we record on Fridays. It comes out the next Friday. But anyway, so I was like, you know what, Allie? Get back on it. Last week's episode was really fun. So I edit last night. I feel so accomplished because I go to publish it at like 11.30, midnight maybe. I'm like, this is great because the honeys are going to wake up on Friday morning. They're going to have a podcast. I start listening to our sweet whisperings in my ear at at bedtime. (laughs) And I realize the sound's all fucked up because I I must have accidentally dragged something mid-editing and we were talking over each other and I said no. It was like a nightmare. And... um. So I marched to my computer naked to figure out what was on, going on. It was 1.30. And you might be thinking, what happened between 11.30 and 1.30? Well, honeys, I was on Clubhouse wasting my time. I could not sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, long story short, I tried to edit it and fix it last night. I couldn't. And then I was wide awake at that point because I had missed my sleep cycle. You know, when you like are exhausted mm. and then you pass that point. Yep. I was wide awake. It was like a brand new day. Mm. So I was like, oh, what's going on on Clubhouse at, you know, one thirty yeah. in the morning? I went into some deep, dark ass conspiracy theory room. On Clubhouse? Let me tell you, there were like 600 people in that room talking about conspiracies. And I just said, I just left it closed my eyes and however whenever i fell asleep i fell asleep and whatever but i listened to conspiracy theories instead of the calm app last night (laughs) to go to bed (laughs) jesus christ honey (laughs) you gotta stay away from those right now i find them so fascinating do you believe them i don't know I think some of them really get me thinking. I'm like, wow, that's cool. You know, I'm not like 
I mean, you know me. I'm not like a crazy, like, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. But I find them, I listen to them like, that's so fucked up, it could be true. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's like a real life murder mystery. It is. I remember there, the only, one and only time I got into conspiracy theories is with 9-11. And I remember so that. Yesterday, they were talking like about 9-11, but they were talking about gateway like, what are entry-level conspiracy theories that lead people down the rabbit hole? So there's, like, they're like 9-11 was one of them. Mm. Like, COVID is another one. They're, they were, like, talking about, like, really, like, loud ones, I guess. I'm, I was really tired, so I'm not doing justice here for the conversation. But then they were, like, once you start realizing this, then you realize there's these people and this bloodline and that and these questions and who did that and this and this and this. And I was, like wow, you mm. guys are really, like, you went down it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've only ever listened and watched something on uh, Netflix about 9-11. And that was really interesting. It is super wild when you talk about, like, how the building went down and you look at it and they talk about bomb versus crash. And anyways, we're, we're not this kind of podcast. I don't want, really want to get too political or too crazy on this because – I can't inter- handle the internet coming after me. <laughs> yeah, let's. Yeah, yeah. Don't come after me, okay? <laughs> think, think what you want to think. Keep it to yourself. Uh, we left the people hanging last week with a little bit of a cliffhanger. Mm, I don't remember it, so what did we do? You basically said, well, you asked if I had gone to the Why is it always show. me? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You asked me if I had gone to that fetish sex show uh-huh. down at the convention center. And yeah. then something about um, candy G-strings and mm. how there's a box of shit at your mom's house, which left me with the burning question. Do you think Ma ever found this box and the well, contents? That I'll tell you right now. I went them? to go look for it not too long ago and that box is not there. <laughs> So hear me out. We have two theories then, honey. Speaking of conspiracy, <laughs> either is... Ma threw them out or Ma used them. There's one. Oh, honey. <laughs> Here's the thing. I would say when I was. I I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know why you said that. Yeah, honey, that's disturbing, honey. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, so hear me wait, out. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Conspiracy number three. What if Pa found the box? No. He would pa never go, go in through my... your stuff. No. Yeah. Ma went through my stuff. <laughs> Ma and I got... Ma and I had a big falling out. And she went through my stuff. Like, got... Was, like, getting rid of my stuff. Not going through it. Was, like, getting rid of my stuff. So I'm pretty... I'm pretty confident that she got rid of it. But when I was... she would have showed it to your dad? Like, look look at our fucking daughter? No. No. Look at her? Look what we raised? Because (laughs) that stuff would have made her feel so uncomfortable. Like, my mom is your traditional, like, doesn't say nothing inappropriate. Doesn't like watching inappropriate things. That, like, it just... It's not a thing. 
It's not, mm. it's not a open dialogue. It's not a thing where my dad is complete opposite. So if my dad saw it, he'd probably just put it back in my room or something like wouldn't really give a shit. But Ma would be like, she's got to go to church. She's got to do every single bead on that goddamn rosary. She's going back in the baptism pool. And we're She's going back to catechism. <laughs> She's going to be a 30 year old at catechism. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to go talk to father, father, whatever his name is, and tell him that she's coming back to catechism. I just, I just had a vision of you in a kiddie pool. <laughs> Ma throwing buckets of water on you, <laughs> rinsing you of your sins. <laughs> I'm freezing outside. <laughs> We're in a turtleneck. <laughs> she has me fully clothed. Heads wrapped like a nun. Oh my god! I was just gonna say, like a nun. She probably called the priest over from the local church. She what? Like she's she's something else. I'm I'm definitely in some instances not. Um, I'm not my my mother's daughter, but there was what. I just had a flashback to when I had to go in the confessional when I was before I got my communion. Oh yeah, I remember that. Do you remember what you said? I'm trying to remember what I said, but I can't remember what I said. And it's funny when I think about that, I have this burning feeling of uncomfort inside of me. Hmm. And I just actually think that that's really fucked up. I remember going into those things being like, this is so stupid. I'm just going to give the examples that my teacher gave me so I can get out of there and then go do whatever prayers I have to. So I'd walk in and be like, yeah, I swore. Yeah, I was mean to my brother. I didn't listen to my mom and dad. <laughs> I just had another flashback. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. First of all, I got to get the picture of me from the day of my communion because you're going to piss your pants when you see. Okay, I'm going to get mine. We have to exchange. My dress, my shoes, my fucking lace gloves, my hair in a really <laughs> bad... You had the lace gloves? <laughs> if it makes you feel better, I bought a bridesmaid's dress for mine at the I'm wedding shop. Sure I'm pretty sure the picture is me with my hands in a prayer and I'm like oh yeah the whole class photo no just me on the driveway <laughs> and honey I oh my God, I'm, <laughs> honey I'm crying because if you you've only known me with nice teeth if you saw my teeth as a child <laughs> oh this is pre-braces just horrible teeth slick back bun <sighs> and I remember <laughs> I remember you get to have the bread for the first time, the communion. That's right. That's right. The cardboard. The cardboard. And I remember, picture a full church. Okay. And everyone having their communions in the front two rows. Yep. The bread's in my mouth. I walk down the aisle, take the bread. I look back at my mom and make a face because the bread tastes disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) I remember being like, my mom was like, Okay, so you know what communion when you have your communion, um, everybody basically participates in church. Like it's not just you guys; it's a full-on mass. And for those that aren't familiar with 
Catholic culture mass is basically going to church every Sunday. And so when you get your uh, communion, you get the bread for the Holy Host for the first time and everybody has to do it. Well, my dad, well, the host, honey. And to you, my brothers and sisters, <laughs> I know the whole spiel. And so my dad is not Catholic. He was grown up Presbyterian, so Christian. And so my dad would never go get the, the bread because it just wasn't a thing to him. And my mom's like, no, the kids, like the communion. So she made my dad before church go to confession so he could have it. And you know when the you have your hands like this and they go the body yeah. of Christ and you go, amen? Mm-hmm. <laughs> my dad goes up. So Pa goes up. <laughs> he doesn't know what to do with his hands. And my mom said, you know, put the left over the right. Grab it with the right. You put it in the mouth. He was sign of the cross. <laughs> so my dad grabs it. And he goes, the body of Christ. My dad goes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and he takes it. And my dad's holding it. And he's holding it like this. And he's walking back to his seat. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> pissing my pants. <laughs> and we get back. And I turn around. I can just see my mom, like, hit him. and like, put it in your mouth. <laughs> I would always get so stressed because you know you had the option of take it with your hand or he puts it in your mouth. Yep. I I always did the hand thing. I I remember being so stressed. Anyways, I don't even know how we got <laughs> into and talk. Oh, because your mom found the inner, the the candy G string. I just remember you do your communion because I didn't go to Catholic school, so I had to go to Sunday school to fucking do this. Okay, I had to waste really? my childhood weekends. Yeah, I didn't go to Catholic school. And then my mom's like, you got to go get your confirmation. And then you're grade eight, you're 13. I'm like, I'm not going to get my confirmation. I don't care. Damn. My, mom, my mom's way of trying to convince me. 13-year-old Allie. You got to go because you can't get married in the Catholic church. I'm like, I don't care. I'm not getting married. <laughs> Is it like, I feel like I'm going to really upset Ma. When I tell her that I don't want to get married in a church. I have zero interest in getting married in a church. I mean, if it was important to my partner, I would yeah, do it. Yeah, that's different. I'm, I'm indifferent. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't care. I don't care about that. Yeah. Or, you know, if like partners, parents were like, I really want this or my, you know what I mean? Because I know my parents wouldn't give a shit. Yeah. <clears throat> I the feel more like- I got, like the older I got, I used to call my parents out a lot because we didn't go to church throughout mm-hmm. the year very often. I didn't go to a Catholic school, but then like we had to go to church for like Easter or Christmas. And I used, I remember a few times I would say, you're such a fake Catholic. Like mm-hmm. you don't go to church throughout the year at all. We don't really practice religion. And you want me to go to church on the busiest day of the year. <laughs> I'm not going. <laughs> Do you ever go to midnight mass for Christmas? That's fucking absurd. I'm oh. not doing it. I'm not doing it. There I think I've hated really... crowds ever since I was a child. Oh, but there's something so beautiful about the Christmas, the uh, the choir. Yeah, well, I was in a Christmas play at the church. So who were you? Go. Who did you play? One of the I was one of the shepherds. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Did you have the fake sheep on your uh-huh. back? <laughs> no, I didn't. Anyways, <clears throat> that's the last one. That's the third one. <laughs> let's let's go back. Anyways, let's so, go back. So the cliffhanger, get, yeah, <laughs> the cliffhanger um, is that I remember when I was eighteen, nineteen, um, and I had like my first real boyfriend, and I remember 
I was with my best friend, Lara. That's right. Yep. And we were like, we're going to go to the the sex store. She's like, let's go. I'm like, okay. And like, I wasn't really familiar with this kind of stuff, right? I was like, I was like 18 years old, right? I, was like, I don't really know this shit. I think I was 17, actually. I was 18. Are you allowed in there? Uh, you have to be 19 to go in there. But Lara and I had fake yeah. IDs. Oh, that's right. Okay. So we go in there at 18. So that's one of the things is that I had a fake ID to go to a sex shop. My name was, I shouldn't say her name because she is from Vancouver, this girl. But anyways, I found her ID in a McDonald's visa and ID. This was back in the day where they weren't swiping. So that was my fake ID. I was, um, but I will say this, the ethnicity of the ID was half black, half Asian. And I looked just like her. And it was insane. Because she had really beautiful curly hair and it was like up in a bun and her skin was a little bit like a nice, like a little bit darker than an olive tone. It was beautiful. She was stunning. Hence why. So you just pull an identity theft at the age of 17. That's right, honey. And it was good until I turned 19 years old and I used it every, I celebrated my 18th birthday at Joey's having bellinis. <laughs> Anyways, so we go to the sex shop and I'm, I'm traumatized. I'm like. Like I'm looking at all these dildos and they're just like, you know, they're like suction to the table and they're all just sticking up everywhere. Right. And I'm like, oh my. And then we're looking around and the lady's like, can I help you with anything? I'm like, oh my God, don't, don't talk to me. I don't want you to know that I'm here. I don't want you to see me. I want to be invisible. Like the girl off Bridesmaids. Me no speak, no, me no speak no English. Like I literally just wanted to, like, I wanted to die. Like, Clara, why are we here? And so anyways, Long story short, we get a couple toys and we name them and I did not know what to do. So I just got one of these dildos that was pink and it was vibrator. And I'm like, oh, like I was like, I was, I was so nervous. I'm like, I got to buy something. I'm I'm in here. Like I've got to buy something. So I just kind of like grabbed whatever Lara grabbed. I'm like, yeah, I'll I'll get the pink one. My favorite color is pink. Walk out, leave. And I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do with this thing? What is this thing? What what am I going to do? Like, this is so strange to me. Anyways learned how to use it loved it the following year i'm 19 years old and i'm allowed at the sex expo <laughs> so me and my five girlfriends we rendezvous to the uh, convention center and we got the surprise box it's like you pay x amount of dollars and you get a whole bunch of stuff inside they're like those little gift um those little dollar bags you would get as a kid the loot bags yeah <laughs> it was a sex loot bag <laughs> And inside are all of these amazing, like there's nipple sensation cream. I got a uh, the candy thong, you know, the little round candies. And uh, I got a vibrator in there, a little bunny one. Remember the bunny one was popular, the little ears and all that kind of shit, the bun- bunny thing. in the city, mm-hmm. the rabbit. Uh, the rabbit, that's right. Um, anyways, got a whole bunch of stuff and I'm pumped and I love it. And anyways, so then I moved like the following year when I was 20 years old, I moved out of my parents' house and my parents were helping me. So I was afraid to bring that with me. I'm like, what if like they go through the boxes? Like I was too nervous. So I left it. I hid it in a brown paper bag. Okay. But I got a big paper, brown paper bag of all the things. Those weren't the only things that I got. I would go to the sex store other times. So I had everything into this bag and I had a craft drawer at my parents' house and I put the craft drawer into the closet, opened up the drawer, put the paper bag in, put stuff in front of it, put my clothes over. I'm like, all right, when there's, when the coast is clear, 
I'll come back for my paper bag. And after time, I would just go to the store and get other stuff and whatever. I had a few other things. And so then one day I'm like, I should go back and get it. Didn't find it. I was like, that's really weird. Like, maybe I didn't put it there. And I kept looking for it. I'm like, oh. You're like, I definitely put it there. I that definitely, like, placement. 100%. I know exactly where I put it. The bag's gone. I don't know where it is. Ma for sure had a bonfire and burned it. Ma went through my shit and she got rid of it. My mom's also a neat freak. And because I didn't live there anymore, anything that I didn't take to my place. No longer yours. No longer mine. <laughs> no longer mine. So she was just going through like, get this shit out of here. So I lost all my stuff. So yeah. Time for a trip. It's time for a trip, yeah, because I lost a lot. I mean, I still had a couple things, but, like, I didn't. I wasn't going to get new stuff because I already had stuff. So it's gone. I don't know how big of, like, a cliffhanger that was for people, but moral of the story is that uh, I was a hoe, went to the store, <laughs> got the stuff, went to the convention, got more stuff, hit it, and it's no longer there. Well, just considering the timeline – you know, from when you bought it to what your age is now, I don't think that candy would have been very good. No, neither with the nipple cream, but it's weird things that, that women do. I feel like guys would just be like a little, they're a little bit more, I think, I think women are a little bit more uh, careful and like timid about how people would react about things where if it was a guy that had something and like his mom or dad saw it, he'd be like, yeah, fuck, whatever, that's mine. Sorry, I use it, you know? <laughs> and I mean, some women are like that, don't get me wrong. But me, I'm like, you know, Tim a little cat. Meow. Meow. Oh, my God. Um, honey, mm. so I was reading this blog the other day, mm -hmm. and it was I was cracking up because it was a list of all these things. It's like weird things that all women secretly do. Mm, okay. And I was laughing because I showed you, or I guess I did one of them yesterday and I showed you, mm -hmm. and then it ended up being on the list and I was just cracking up. Um, so I thought I would go through this list with you. Okay. I'll pull some of the faves. Okay. And then you can, you can, you know, while we're on the topic of confessionals. <laughs> Should we do a prayer before? <laughs> Bless. Bless. <laughs> okay, let's hear them. Okay. Some of them are like, they're not crazy, but. You just go through like, them and then if we yeah. feel like there's commentary or a good laugh or a story, yeah. we'll break in. There's, to be clear, or just to preface here, guys, there's like a few hundred of them. I pulled like 10 of them that I thought we should go through. And some of them are like no brainers. Like number one. Wearing the same bra for at least a week. A hundred percent, honey. I actually have a question about that. Okay. Why is that weird? Are there women who actually are changing their bras every day here or? It could be a bit weird with the hygiene parts. Like you don't wear the same socks for a week. Yeah, but your titties don't smell like your feet. No, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. And I think that bras are also harder to wash. They deform. Like, you got to be really – like, bras are meant to 
sustained, I think, being on the body longer than socks. Mm-hmm. Okay. No brainer. No brainer. I think you would be weirder if you change your bra every day. That's fucking. Who has opinion. that many bras? Shut up. Who has that many bras? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Collect any hair strands that have fallen out when you're washing your hair, putting them on the wall, and then swirling them around on mm. the wall. Yep. <laughs> and then I take the big glob of hair that I have, and I'll move it around the wall and catch all the little pieces that have, like, somehow miraculously yes! up there. <laughs> I was reading this list and I'm like, I thought I was the only person in the world that did some of this stuff. This one's no. amazing. Okay, continuing on the hair one. <laughs> it says, and add any extract hair that slid into your butt crack post hair wash. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> it says, and extract any hair that slid into your butt crack post hair wash. One of the most satisfying feelings. It must just like slide down your back and just fall right into. The well, back. yeah, because when you're washing, right? I think women have that natural curve, so it just kind of goes and then it goes and. But like, mm-hmm. oh my god, this I I think it's so satisfying. Pulling the hair out of your butt crack. I actually will open up my legs and look between my legs to see if I have any hair hanging, and then pull it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do that. number three (laughs) i gotta contact this editor and tell him to update the list (laughs) oh god (laughs) someone's gonna say they do the same thing okay squishing continuing on the shower Mm. squishing or scooping your titties up holding them together pushing your chest out allowing the the water to fall right into it Mm. Collecting a pool of water and then letting it go. <laughs> I definitely pooled. I didn't, I wasn't big on the let go. Have you ever tried the let go? <sighs> no. Next shower. I highly recommend. It's very satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Continuing with um, things in your titties, eating a piece of food that has fallen into your cleavage. Yeah. No brainer, right? There's I one. actually have a story about this. Mm. So, I like into your bra, right? Young. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I would have been quite young, probably a teenager. I remember I was babysitting these little kids and uh, we were watching a movie having popcorn. And I went to go put the kids to bed and I was like holding one of the kids and they're like popcorn and I was like, "No, no popcorn." Like popcorn. <laughs> Like, no, you just had popcorn. You're going to bed. <laughs> What's it going to be like when I'm a mom? I cannot picture you as a babysitter. <laughs> Honey, I'm an immaculate babysitter. Kids love me. Um, they're like, again, popcorn. And I'm like, no, popcorn. <laughs> Shut up. And the kid sticks his hand down my fucking cleavage, pulls out a piece of popcorn, <laughs> eats it. <laughs> <laughs> So he was just trying to tell you that you had popcorn in your tits. Uh-huh. The parents never knew that story, but it's fine. Mm. You can stay that way. 
Okay. Storing something in your bra, forgetting about it, and only remembering when you take off your bra that night and it falls out. Oh my God. Or worse, when it sticks to your boob because it's been so sweaty. I was going to say, coming back from the, the bar in your <laughs> 20s and you have a fucking toonie stuck on your undertit. <laughs> or just like a $5 bill. Oh my god, the days, the good old days. Oh my gosh. Okay, this is the one I did yesterday, and I just died when I saw it on the list. Only shaving the parts of your legs that will show. That is a, that's a to do. I don't know who in their right minds, unless you're getting laser removal, who keeps up with their shaving their legs anywhere between the end of September, September fifteenth, until June first. Like. What's the point? Normally, I like to wax in the winter or do laser. I can't do any of those things because I'm on Accutane. Mm. And because I don't really have anyone seeing my legs or touching my legs, I can't really be bothered right now. I mean, I do. It kind of gets to a point where I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm over it. I'll get rid of the body yeah. hair. But I'm not like, oh, legs are prickly. I must shave. Um, but, I mean, you know, I always have like ankle showing mm-hmm. or like cropped kind of pants. <laughs> so yesterday, I just shaved the ankle. <laughs> little bottom area and then i pulled my pant up to show honey she almost died <laughs> it just like this looks like you have two different legs <laughs> <laughs> okay next one picture you're out of wax okay okay being slightly insulted but also happy when you go for a lower leg wax and they do your toes without asking <laughs> be offended no i would be yeah uh, because i see i shave my big toe <laughs> <laughs> so if she waxed it for me i'd be like all right yeah, she knows but yeah. i think i'd be a little bit embarrassed for sure you'd be like i didn't fucking ask you but thank you very much like it wasn't that <laughs> noticeable that you had to do it uh playing with your own titties in the mirror yeah mm-hmm Squishing them together and wishing you could get a bra that was half as good as your own hands. Yeah, I do that on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pushing, pushing them up to your chin to see what you'd look like in a corset from the olden days. <laughs> that really hurt. <laughs> pushing them down to see what they'd look like when they get saggy. Never done that. This is the last one that I'm going to... <laughs> this is the last one that I'm going to do and then I don't want to keep boring the people but recording yourself singing and then listening back to it to see if you sound any better than the last song <laughs> yeah in the voice memos <laughs> there's actually a really funny reel that's have you seen oh, it? Yeah. yeah that one's so funny <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna do that one. It's in oh my, my gosh. it's in my list to do. It just made me so happy reading that list. It just, it just lightens. It lightens the mood. It lightens the blow. It lightens everything. It's just like okay, thank God everybody else does this shit. You know what's funny though is that society paints this picture of what women have to be. Mm-hmm. 
these like proper clean like so put together perfect specimens you know but it's like if you knew what girls did behind the scenes and what we talked about with their girlfriends yep it's true it's true especially i think people also think that when you have a partner that you're also on top of your game a lot more and I can attest to the fact that a little bit, but not that much. You I know? feel like you, you are at the beginning and then... Yeah, 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 at the beginning. Depending sure. on the relationship, that's when you just start to... Yeah. Like, my next partner is going to need to know that I'm going to be um, need some help. He's going to have to check me a little bit sometimes. <laughs> yep. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm going to fully, I'm going to need a little like, hey, just a reminder, uh, check yourself. Like, <laughs> you. you call me, honey, 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 you'll never guess what they said. <laughs> told me to fucking check myself. What the fuck did they say to you? They told me to fucking check myself. Are you kidding me? That's what the conversation is going to be like. <laughs> yeah. Honey, didn't you ask for that? Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, yes, I did. Um, other, than that, other than that, I didn't really have anything else happen to me this week except for the stunt that I pulled on myself, the joke that I pulled on myself. After getting my nails done yesterday. Oh, the turmeric. Fuck. Here's the story. I got the cow print nails a couple weeks ago, like a month ago. <laughs> and um, I'm happy I did it, but I'll never do a crazy pattern like that again. It's a big it's commitment. too much. Yeah. I just get sick of like looking at it, you know? Yeah. So I go yesterday and I'm like, okay, I don't know. Nude black, nude black. I haven't done all nude in a while. Like mm -hmm. they're nice. They're very natural looking. Yeah, they're beautiful. Um, <laughs> on the way home, I was like, oh, I can, I need a little snack. So I stopped off at that farm to table place in Yaletown. I love that little market by Matchstick. Yeah. And I go in and my meal delivery place um sells some of my meals there as well okay and they had a bunch of others that i hadn't tasted i was like i'm getting kind of sick of one of them that i've been eating a lot why don't i just buy one of these here see if i like it and then i can swap it in my meal plan so it was like this like sweet potato chicken kale turmeric kind of medley and i'm like oh it's like a hash like it'll, it'll be really nice I was so hungry, though, because I hadn't eaten since before my photo shoot that morning, and then I was out with you, and mm -hmm. I just had a really long day. So it's like I just opened it, and I started picking at it and, like, eating it with my hand because everything was kind of just cold. Yeah. And I looked down at my thumb and my finger, and my two brand-new nude nails were <laughs> turmeric orange. So I immediately stomped inside and put lemon juice on it and lime juice and then tried to do a bunch of stuff. They're not as bad today, but they're a little bit off still. Can't see, but. I think I need black nails. The nude does look nice, though. The nude is Remember nice. we used to do the matte? Yeah, I do. That was nice. Well, moral, Anyways, of, the, honey. moral of the story is that turmeric is a stain that kills. I'll tell you that. You don't want to get turmeric. And if you have. Anything. I know. If you have nude, white, light nails, mm -hmm. lemon juice. Put it in a Q-tip, lemon or lime juice. Soak it. Pat it. That stuff. Lifesaver for the, the white nails, the light yep, nails. Yeah, 100%. It's your foundation, your makeup hands. Like, they just, they don't stay nice forever. 
Oh, one um, thing. Do you ever get, whenever you put your foundation on, do you ever forget to take it off where you put it on your hand and then you go out and have a big fake birthmark on your hand? It doesn't happen often because I never put it on my hand. I just pump mm. it right onto my face. Oh. <laughs> I do. I'm like, dude, dude. Yeah, birthmark. Takeaways. Takeaways. Number one. If you disagree with your parents' religion, it's okay. You you don't have it as bad as two Italian women in their 30s not wanting to be Catholic. <laughs> Fake baptism. <laughs> I don't feel that pressure, though. My parents are not really religious. No. Oh, my mom's the worst. Yeah. No. So she, just she tried. Qu- she really tried. But I was like that weirdo. The more that I got older. Mm-hmm. I started, I started taking like world religions classes in school and I was learning about all this other stuff. I'm like, this is really cool. I'm like, okay, also, how do you have 70 different million different religions all talking a different story of who started the world? I don't believe it. <laughs> science. I'm going to need some proof, you know? How can you believe in science and Jesus at the same time? Mm-hmm. Anyways, that can be controversial. I'm not going to get into it. I just yeah. personally don't practice religion, but I did become spiritual a few years ago, and that does, I find, serves me the best. Perfect. Perfect. I think the world's really crazy, so if you have something that you believe in, that's great. Do it up. Do it up. So, number one, do something that makes you happy. <laughs> You're so much better with the takeaways. <laughs> it's because I just I have selective hearing. I just hear what I want to hear. <laughs> Number two. Are you looking at me for that? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be ashamed if you go to the sex store. Who cares? Take that shit and move it with you. And if someone finds it, bless them. Because I bet you, I bet you that they either have stuff as well or they just don't care. And if they do, good riddance. <laughs> do you want to take that advice? For years. No, no, no. My mother's a different story. We're not gonna. Yeah, yeah. She's not from planet Earth. Oh my gosh. Number three. Don't be ashamed of the weird shit that you do. We all do it. Uh huh. Number four. Don't get turmeric on anything. It's never coming out. Number five. Stop wasting your time shaving your whole leg in the winter. <laughs> Especially if you're single. What the fuck are you doing? You have nothing better to do with your time. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> Bye, Annie. Bye, Annie. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Unfiltered with Allie. Just a friendly reminder that I have new episodes that drop every single week, including some bonus content called Honey Check, co-hosted with my best friend, Jenna Garrell, where we catch up for some classic girl talk. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe to the show. And of course, leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Not only do I love hearing what you guys think of the episodes, but it helps support the show so much. Lastly, be sure to connect with me over on Instagram at at unfilteredwithally. You'll be able to access a ton of extra content from each of the episodes, slide into my DMs, and you can find the link for my free online Facebook community. This is designed for inspiring badass women all around the world. Can't wait to chat with you next week. Bye.